Welcome to the ACC Panic Room. Alongside Lauren Brownlow, I'm Joe Ovias. I'm in Brooklyn for the ACC tournament. Brownlow's back in Raleigh. That's right. You got you, you got to you got to hashtag go ACC that Lauren. Um, yes. No, no real go ACC ness. I guess unless the go ACC ness is the general vibe of bid stealing is about to take place, and it's going to make things incredibly difficult for teams like Wake Forest. It's going to make things difficult for Virginia, who lost tonight against North Carolina. So that's kind of where things are right now with the ACC. But uh, UNC looked pretty good. Oh, oh, hi, Rand. Little little panic room cameo. Anyway, <laughs> this is what happens on ACC After Dark while Brownlow's doing her own hospitality uh, back in Raleigh. Regardless, let's start with North Carolina's win over Virginia. That just happened. Um, you know, a lot of credit goes to what Hubert Davis has been able to do towards the end of the season here. They put Leaky Black on Kihei Clark. But Candace? <laughs> Candace is there, too? You know, Lauren and I are neighbors. All people hanging out. I love this. Maybe Candace can talk about Leaky Black on Kihei Clark being the difference in this game. I don't I don't know that anybody here wants to speak of that game again. No, probably not. It was an ugly look. Brady Manick did work in the first half. <laughs> Leaky Black defensively was pretty good, and the rest is history. Nobody wants to watch play. Nobody wants to watch Virginia play basketball. Listen, you know that I can't. You know how I feel about Virginia. You also know I can't defend that. No, you I can't. Mean, There's no way to defend it. No way to defend it. Although it did, it did give Jonathan Rand uh, unpleasant flashbacks to the 47 to 24 NC State game to the point where he was like actively rooting against Virginia breaking that threshold. Yeah. And I was like, dude, I, I got bad. They're probably breaking it. And then when 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 they did, he was upset. So that that was a real thing that happened in this game because it that broke was a, that was a thing that happened. Yeah, <laughs> it was pretty gross what just happened. Look, credit regardless of how you feel. Yes, credit to Carolina. Team, okay, we, so before I got right, the thing, like we yeah. Sorry, I didn't we'll mention your defense, Carolina. Okay, I oh, understand you yeah. played good defense. That's still not a thing that should happen from a college basketball team. Okay, that's, both can be true. Look, Carolina easily could have fallen flat on their face after what happened against Duke on Saturday. That, yes. This, the, the big Super Bowl, the big emotional win. They've been, I mean, those guys are legends for what happened on Saturday at Cameron Indoor Stadium. So it's easy to come out in this game flat against a team that was probably revenge-minded after they yes. took it to them in Chapel Hill. Virginia had nothing. And again, it gets back to Leaky Black's defense. Brady Manic can get all the points, but I thought Leaky Black was the big difference in the game today. He really did. And I mean, look, they I told you, I think I would be almost more impressed if they were to win this game after that game. And certainly yeah. if they were to do it convincingly. And that's exactly what they did. They did not mess around. Like they never let this get close. It wasn't always pretty on their end, but like you said, they did it with defense and they did just enough. They they were far less ugly than Virginia, which the bar was, you know, unfortunately on the ground for that. But you know, uh, yeah, uh, it's kind of bad. It's kind of bad. So they're going to see Virginia Tech, who I mean, they dominated most of that game. Notre Dame came back a little bit late in that contest. I was at Madison Square Garden watching Villanova um, wow. versus St. John's. Wow, but there okay. was a TV like the rest where I was of the elitist, elite New York media, huh? You were at Madison Square Garden instead. Hey, is that is that yeah. how this is? Are you not ACC anymore? Get out of here. I wore this shirt. I wore this <laughs> shirt while I was at Madison Square Garden. Thank you very much. All right. All right. I was rough. Did you get any weird looks? 
No, actually, I made friends. I made friends with this guy named Walt, um, who's like a retired fireman who's now a Whoa. bouncer at uh, at McSorley's. So, which is a very famous pub where they only serve two types of beer. So yeah, I mean, I had a, I had a grand old time. One guy, the guy who was literally sitting next to me, sold Gulfstream jets to people. So I mean, it's it's it was a pretty wild scene. Did he have any spare or what? No, he didn't. He didn't. I couldn't get one on a discount, unfortunately. But um, so yeah, I didn't wasn't able to watch most of that game because I was at MSG. But earlier in the day, Duke and Syracuse. Duke literally gutted out a win against Syracuse. If, yeah. I mean, they were throwing up the day before. Yes. Coach K, Chris Crowell, some players. They got some stomach bugs, some some food poisoning. Well, you know I don't what? Know. I mean, Bad I know bagel. that. I, know. I have no idea. Bad cream cheese. Yeah. I know what the protocols used to be. I understand that, like, back when they used to have stomach bugs and the flu go through locker rooms, everybody was just like, whatever. We'll still continue sharing a locker room. Like, it doesn't matter. Yeah. But, I mean, if I'm Duke, I probably want to figure out if it's food poisoning or a stomach bug because that's kind of an important distinction. That's all I'm saying. Like, one is contagious, one isn't. So when he said it was either or, I was like, you know, I'd want to know that. I'm just, I'm just putting that out there. Yeah, well, they didn't know if it was food poisoning or some sort or of – Or a stomach like, bug, he said. Or some and sort I was of stomach like, bug, right. I was like, I'd probably want to know that considering it's contagious. Just, this is this you know. is, and he was hoping with, uh, that the NCAA tournament next week. I might want to know yeah. that. Well, so. you get it out of your system now. You get it out of literally. your system now. That's the important part. You literally get it out of your system because it's funny. At first, I was watching this game and I'm thinking, man, Duke just does not look like they're with it today, and the coaching staff looked like they were just over it. And then you come to find out that was going on. However, yeah, that doesn't mean that some of the things that we saw against Syracuse today are an anomaly. That's not true. A lot. The reason why, I mean, you and I were messaging back and forth wondering if Duke was broken after what had happened against uh, North Carolina. I think it just kind of continues with Duke's tendencies where they don't seem to be on the same page all the time. They right. also go on these runs, like they were up 12 points. They go on these runs and the general attitude is, okay, you go sleep now, other team. Because yes. we just put up a ten point run on you. You go bed now. You you you're good. We're we're gonna continue on. Um, and the other team goes, no, no, we're not really interested in that. So that's yeah. what happens. Yeah, and I think that you know they're not playing defense at as high a level as they were earlier in the season, and that helps you when you're going through any kind of cold stretch. And that's just yeah. not a thing that they're doing as well. I mean. I'm honestly pretty stunned that Syracuse found a way to stay in that game. And I think Syracuse deserves some credit for it, but I also feel like, you know, as the game got later, you could tell Duke was feeling a little nervous. They were, that's been a tendency this year. I will say this about Syracuse. I think that was a once, I think the circumstances around Syracuse were designed for this type of game. Buddy Payheim was not there because of the, well, he was there, but he wasn't playing the game because of the suspension after he had punched Wyatt Wilkes in the gut jimmy was like pouring his guts out in the figurative sense for his brother it was an incredibly emotional press conference after the game jim Beheim called it the greatest season coaching his basketball program at syracuse because he had his two kids it, it like, was even, a, yeah it was a weird yeah, presser because like felt Waters, my, but then he was yeah. like i'm coming back yeah, I mean, because it's entirely hey. possible he could have one of his kids still playing for him next year, given the, uh, the NCAA yeah. rules. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but it's possible, yes. Yeah, like like Mike Waters of Syracuse.com uh, even pointed out, like, are you sure? Because the record was pretty bad. He's like, no, 
doesn't matter. It was the greatest season I've coached because you got to coach kids. So yeah. I think those circumstances added to the fact that Jimmy was able to do what he did. If Buddy played in this game, it might have gone the same way that we had seen the two previous matchups. Yeah, Bayham even Cameron said as much. Syracuse. He was like, who knows? Maybe we'd lose by 20 if Buddy plays just because of the circumstances yeah. are different. Yeah. Yeah, it's entirely possible that would have been the case. Now, Duke's going to get Miami. Miami's the only team that Duke didn't manage to beat this year in the ACC because of, you know, one single one-off uh, when they went to Cameron Indoor Stadium. That was one of those last-minute games. I don't know if Miami goes into this game thinking the same thing, that we know we can beat these guys and Duke can be well, shaky. You know, they probably thought that about Boston College, too, and look how that almost turned out. Yeah. Just yeah. saying. Bo Boston College almost ruined everything for everybody here at the ACC tournament because they had beaten Miami – then we really would have been into a dicey situation as it relates to the NCAA tournament and the amount of bids. It's wild how just the ACC manages to find the banana peel at every opportunity this season when it comes to NCAA tournament. Literally, like you go back through everybody's resume and you're like, how do you lose? Okay, because that's just what ACC teams do this year. Whatever yeah. game they can't lose that you're like, well, how do you lose that game? That's what they did. They lost it. All right. That's going to wrap it up for this, this edition of the ACC Panic Room. I'm going to go hang out with my Big East friends, Lauren. You go hang out with our Raleigh friends. Bye, Rand. What are you eating? You eat McDonald's back there? Rand was clutch. He brought he brought nuggets and McDonald's fries. It's a good addition to the spread here. Nice. Nice. Look at Rand coming through. Look, yes. At least he came through for somebody today. Wow. I'm kidding, Rand. He knows I love him. Otherwise, we would not have gotten him ACC tournament swag or the Super Mario Brothers Uno that I got what? at the World of Nintendo. Wow, buddy, that's a that's yeah, a nice see? <laughs> right, Super Mario Uno just adding to the collection, Lauren. All right, we'll see you tomorrow night after the semifinals here at the ACC tournament.